Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. First time that I saw your brown eyes, your lips said hello, and I said hi. I knew right there you were the one, but I was caught up in physical attraction. And oh, wait, I was in the wrong key. <laughs> Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is episode 10, Creating Space with DJ T Streets. Go ahead and say a little something for him. What up, what up, what up, man? This is the DJ T Streets takeover, man. What it do, baby? <laughs> All right, and we're going to get into the episode right after this. All right, DJ T Streets had me laughing at that little break we were sitting here reminiscing our days and on a uh, high school band together and going through the songs and talking about all different kinds of stuff but right now we're going to get into this uh nitty-gritty and so let's talk about why music and like djing is your form of choice for like creating um first of all music is my love it's my love. Like you just said, man, was on band, yo. Band. It's yeah. always and the music put people in their feelings. It's always a song for however you feel. You wanna turn up, it's a song to turn up. You wanna uh get freaky, it's a song to get freaky. <laughs> you whatever you wanna cry, it's a song that you can cry to. You wanna laugh, it's a song that you can laugh to. I've never like, heard you play a song that somebody could cry to. Besides and, possibly a wedding song. And, that's a song, <laughs> right? We're talking about it's music, man. Music is just a love. I just love music. I mean, even from the band days, we had a great time. I think that's where that's where everybody started at, man. And uh, the band days for the music part. Yeah, I think I joined band in the sixth grade. That's when I first put on the snare drum. Yeah, you ain't know that, cuz. Street like that. From the mud. I think I knew that. You already <laughs> Okay. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Listen, so... You don't feel like it was no other point, like, in your childhood where you gravitated towards music? Because I feel like you, you probably already had it somewhere up in your childhood that you probably, you know? I don't know, man, because, like, growing up, I started off with, like, with a little uh, peewee football-type joint. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, in the sixth grade, I went over to a uh, band. I just fell in love with uh, with drums. Granted, like, growing up, uh, my mom and everybody was on, like, the choir or whatever. 
So I used to come to the house and have quiet practice. And when I was a little toddler, like I used to have like a little fire truck and like a little art uh, paint set thing. You were taller. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you already know what time it is, dog. You're trying to play me, man. This is TJ T Streets Takeover, man. Whatever I say goes. Okay, go ahead. So TJ. when I was younger, <laughs> back in my younger days, and I used to like beat like on the fire truck. I used to use it like as a like a hi hat type joint. I used to use the art set like a little. Uh, like a snare drum to my mom bought me a, a, a real drum set. So we should have started there, basically, with yeah, the memory. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's really significant, though, like, having that experience in music and for you to take that later on, joining band and then now DJing. I feel like, you know, it all plays into each other. Yeah. So do you feel like you fell in music before you joined like a band or yeah which which music did you fall in love with first like which artist man i don't have no uh, a favorite artist artist. not right now genre i'm all about the 90s right now but i will say growing up like when we was in school man my my number one artist was jeezy i I know (laughs) some of this man jeezy jeezy from the trap it die and all, uh-huh. all the trap it dies like Jeezy was my number one artist man shout out to my boy Chaz Chaz gave me a CD and then my boy Rashad uh, lost my CD but it was a Jeezy CD yeah I'm talking about Chaz Rashad I hope y'all listen to this too but anyways you still mad about that CD yes, I do not know what my <laughs> CD is you used to bump Gucci too yeah but you know Jeezy first yeah but I like that I do like the old, the old school uh, Gucci though like first day out and my house and yeah, <laughs> we lit, baby. <laughs> All right, so you you dabbled a little bit with your music as well, as far as like being a rapper. You want to talk about that? Uh, no questions, please. <laughs> uh, I am not a rapper. I'm a DJ. Yeah, I do not understand. I kid y'all not. <laughs> any questions that I ask to be directed, it needs to go to the next. If not, you have to speak with my agent. Me and DJ T Streets have been friends for over ten years. Meaning, when we were what sixteen, seventeen. I have no knowledge of this. Uh, this this, this person on the other side of this mic. going left. He he made songs with my thin uh boyfriend Jesus, um and. You want to talk about some of those lyrics? I have no <laughs> idea. What are you talking about? All right, we'll move on. It's all right. Granted, hey man, we have some songs though. <laughs> did y'all do one to the uh, bedroom boom? Yep, we did, we did do one to the bedroom <laughs> boom. We did one to J Lo's song, and we did one to that was that was a bedroom boom. It was a uh, a bed. Oh yeah, Bed Jay Holiday. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it was. It was another one we did too. I can't remember. And then me and my boy uh, K3, aka Sean C. Rashad. We well, we did a remix to uh, White Girl by Jeezy. I don't think I heard that Uh, one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so outside of like just the scope of music, when did you start first felt like a creative? Like, you were able to, like, find your own path and, like, do your own thing in that way. Hmm. It has to go back. In reference to DJ Waz. In reference to DJ Waz. 
<laughs> y'all, I'm having to tell him <laughs> to continuously lean into this mic. He is doing everything else but what he's supposed to be doing. In reference to DJ Wise, my DJ career started off in 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really I had the support from my OBs, a.k.a. Uh, Mark Clark, uh, who pushed me to DJing. So I always did played around with music and all that good stuff. Shout out to LimeWire, if y'all know what LimeWire is. Yo, LimeWire. So every interview I do, I always talk about LimeWire. And my first, actually, gig was at South Carolina State one time for the Bulldogs. It was like a little apartment party. And I had (laughs) LimeWire. And what I used to do, I would play one song and then like I dim it down and play the next song and hurry up and like turn it up to the max. So, because I was, I'm all, I'm a big uh, per, when it comes down to transitioning songs, right? I, I'm big about that. I'm not that one of those persons that I have to blend out my songs and blend in. I just can't go to another song. You can't just skip it and just drop yeah, it. Yeah, I can't do that, joint, yo. So when I really, uh, when my LB pushed me to do that, joint, man, that's when the whole the the creative side come. I'm like, all right, man, listen, man, I could I could do this joint like. That feeling when you rock in a party and everybody rocking with you and everybody having a good time. Right. You know, sweating all the tracks out one time for all the tracks. There's the perms yeah, back in the day. Perms, all that good stuff, man. <laughs> like that that is it. Like and then when a, as a DJ when you like mute the song and everybody rapping the lyrics, like it's something about that feeling. That man. energy. Yeah, it's something about that. It can't you can't even explain it, man. Just know that you're doing this. Like, you're rocking this joint. You're making sure people are having a good time. Because at the end of the day, that's what parties is all about. People having a good time. It's like you're the master of the mm-hmm. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like... Like a puppet... Not a puppet master, but you kind of manipulate in the atmosphere so that, you know, whatever vibe you're trying to go for is able to be, you know, picked up on by the audience. I'm blessing you with that. <laughs> Oh, so, oh, you 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 blessing us? Yeah, oh, okay. With that joint, <laughs> God gave me the power and the ability and the creative juice to bless you. So I'm blessing you. So I know you just uh, mentioned like, you know, just the energy and the fact that there's no other feeling. Whenever you have that perfect blend, you have that moment where the music stops and the crowd is still so engaged. So, like, can you put into words, like, what that creating, creating that space, like, what does it do for you? Uh, it just motivates. <laughs> motivates you. <laughs> to keep and, going. To keep going. Like, like I said, man, when people are doing that, enjoy having a good time just to see, you know, just in life, you try to uh, make people happy with things you do or just like, just like this podcast. We're having a great time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, if I, you know, I'm giving the feedback to you, we feedbacking off each other and it's just... All right, I'm here doing what I am supposed to do now. You know what I mean? You're right. putting people on them, and in my case, uh, in reference to parties, I'm I'm making sure people get their money's worth. Right. The party, have a good time, and go home and go to sleep. That's it. That's that's just. I don't know, man. It's nothing like a good DJ. I can't say that. Like I've been to parties where it's just like. You know, not trying to rain on nobody parade, but you know, everybody's been to those parties where the DJ just not in touch with the crowd, where he's not, you know, engaged with what the crowd is asking for or what the vibe is. And I've been to parties where the DJ is is in tune and he's responding, and it's like it's like a perfect harmony with that. When you have a good DJ and a good group of friends, and you going out and that music hitting. 
That is a great feeling. But for those who don't know, as DJ wise, like it's a uh, we work off of YouTube. Yeah. So you have to give us we if we put out our our best song. And the crown ain't feeling it. Like, and for us, we gotta go back to all right. Let's go back to this uh, this uh, pen and paper real quick before <laughs> before things get real uh, sticky in here. And what I mean by that, like, if I if I DJ a, a, a joint a party and I play bank that thing up and nobody ain't dancing. Oh, uh, no, that's a that's a lame party. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But but somebody might look at me and be like, yo, the DJ. DJ. Back that thing up. It's it's hitting all different type of race, right? And at this party, it's not hitting. All right, so now <laughs> I got to do something different, and I only have a minute or two to make a decision. To make a on decision. The song. So people don't realize, like from a DJ point of view, like it's hand to hand. Like we feed it off y'all, y'all feed it off us. Right. How do you make that decision so quickly? Like, do you have? songs already in mind that you want to play or do you just kind of vibe with yourself to kind of make that decision songs in mind normally djs know their playlist right and we have we have a setup where if if that, that thing up don't hit we might don't have to you know switch a tempo and do something different just to try it out real quick but you only you only you won't get a long time right it just I really can't explain it. it just comes with it if you did it for a while. And then sometimes that second song might not hit either. So that second song might not hit, man. You gonna Right. Hey you'll be in a situation for a long night. <laughs> a long night DJ. Because everybody every song ain't hitting like, you know, it is what it is, man. We all right. every DJ tell you stories. Every DJ should at least have two stories where stuff like that happen. It happens. We play a song. It doesn't hit like how we thought it was going to hit. You keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You got to. The party's still going. Mm-hmm. Right. We put it. We were there for that time frame. We are paid to be there. I don't know if I can take that pressure. I'm I'm too anxious for that. It is. <laughs> and as a DJ, you can't play or you shouldn't play what you want to hear. Right. Not in a party. Like, you know, DJ on the radio is something a little different. But if in a party, you can't play what you want to hear. It's all about. The crowd. Yeah. Right. Hmm. But when the crowd and you meet up with how what you want to hear, oh, it's, it's, it's lit. Because <laughs> I always get a little bit hyper when I see the DJ is hype too. Like when they're enjoying themselves, I'm just like, yo, it's lit. Because if we're if I'm enjoying myself, it's based off of the crowd of enjoying itself. So now I already know. Like so, if if I'm playing back that thing up and all the females are uh, dancing, throwing ass, yeah. So now I can switch <laughs> it up and I might go into uh. Another twerk song. Right. You know, or am I going to chop the style? I drop chop the oh, style. Oh, you drop. You drop that after back that thing up. Back that ass up. Listen. Listen. Everybody's sweating. Throwing ass. There you go. Booty juice. But if I drop <laughs> that, back that thing up, and uh, nothing ain't happened, I'm definitely going to drop I'm sorry <laughs> after that. I'm going to have to save that. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's another time. I don't know. Maybe I got to go into some gospel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happens. Kurt Franklin. I'm saying, Jesus, take a Now, I want to switch it a little bit. So, I know a lot of times we, we see a lot of DJs. We see a lot of artists out. You know, people are really getting into the craft. And, I mean, I don't think it's anything new. You know, we've always had a lot. I think what's happening is the ways of being able to do these things are getting a lot easier. A lot more platforms are available for people. And 
a lot of a lot of people or mainstream will consider like DJing an oversaturated field. Mm-hmm. How do you continue to do what you do and do what you love in a field that has so many other people that are trying to do the same thing? We all play the same songs. It's all about your timing, and we all have. Every DJ has a, something different that sticks out from the next DJ. And it's hard to explain it, but my style, I can't put my style down and tell you what my style is, but, but my style ain't like the next DJ. Right. But we all play the same songs. Right. But my style, like, we are two different styles, whether it's blending, whether it's sound effects, we all have different styles. So you do have your great DJs, and do you do have your DJs are that they're not that great in my eyes but for me as long as you respect the DJ and craft I'm rocking with you until otherwise now with that being said if you can't blend the song if you can't transition to another song clean uh, I'm, all, I'm already off of you so you feel like it's more technical uh, when it comes to distinguishing yourself from mm-hmm. people that are just in it for yeah. a minute you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you do have people that do that. Judgment. People are like, all right, you know, uh, I think I'm going to start DJing. Everybody pop up DJing. And then, I mean, I take my I take my joint serious. Right. But for those who just want to jump into it, if you're serious about it, you know, I, I do it. But don't do it. Don't try to jump in and try to, like, Bypass. Yeah, don't don't try to trash it. Like, don't jump in and like, oh, I just want to do it today and not tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, have some respect on it. Because anybody, so we all had to start somewhere. Yeah. So, I had to jump into it. LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to jump into it. But you have you do have these people that just think it's just a... Uh, a hobby. If that were, you know, they just want to do something to do something because it's COVID going on. I like that. You've seen a lot more pop up since COVID happened? Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. I've seen people just... Maybe I'm not following the right people. <laughs> I've seen people just uh, buy... Equipment? Yes. And just start? Us, yes. And it is what it is, man. <laughs> Shout out to them. But, yo, man. So how did you learn your techniques as far as, like, blending, transitioning, all that different kind of stuff? Spin, do you do... This? Y'all still do the scratching the stuff? Scratching, yeah, I, do the scratching, <laughs> stuff like I, thought, I taught myself everything I knew. Okay. And that's either by uh, listening to other DJs on the radio, blend stuff in. But every turntable I ever had, I taught myself. Right. It's just, it's just it's, when you when you when you're interested in something, you take the time to get to uh, figure it out. Right. And that's it. So, what's your method? Because I know, like, whenever I decided I was going to like write, blog, and podcast, I dove into like seeing how other people did it and then I pulled back some because I didn't want to be too overly influenced by what someone else was doing because I didn't want that to show up in my natural style so how do you find that balance between researching your craft like actually staying abreast of like the techniques and stuff like that without overshadowing like your natural ability to just perform uh I'm just jumping into it (laughs) that's it man like jump into it my first turntable was probably the size of a, a, a notebook. Like, it's small. I right. still have it. It's probably the size of a notebook. And it had two jog wheels where, where that was probably like this size for the dude. I mean, you can't. People can't for scratching? Yeah. <laughs> I, jumped in, I jumped into it. But when I mastered it, which was a whole bunch of uh, trial and error, 
in my free time. And then when I got some more money, I got a bigger set. Then I mastered that. Then I got a bigger set. Right. And then I mastered that. Now I think I get another set. I mean, right. For me, like, for me, I didn't do no research and like, and then like when I first started, I don't even think YouTube was that that big. That big, yeah. yeah. So now you can look on YouTube for everything for these upcoming DJs that are interested. You have people on YouTube. And that could show you how to do certain stuff in reference to what you want. The way you roll in your eyes right now, <laughs> like hey, I don't recommend it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I'll tell you, man. Hey, go to uh, YouTube, search these DJs, and they'll show you the different techniques and all that good stuff, man. But for somebody who came in the game when I came in the game, it wasn't. You had no choice but to find your natural style because you didn't have a lot of resources that were trying to teach you. It was a press the play button, let the song go, mess with the jog wood, scratch it. Press a few buttons. Ah, uh, that don't work. Start over. <laughs> That's it. Let's start over. Let's do this. All right. So now this sounds good. Okay, I can do this. And it's all about recording yourself and then go back and listen to what you did. Right. See what works. Gotcha. All right. I mean, it's a DJ T-Street. It's exclusive, man. I think what Let's keeps go. me... Um, of course, podcasting is con- considered a oversaturated field, of course. Um, what keeps me engaged and wanting to do better is I really feel like I have something unique. It's mm-hmm. not, it doesn't look like anybody else's. It doesn't sound like anybody else's. The topics I choose to talk about isn't like anyone else's. And it's mine, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I can take different ideas and I can make them, you know, fit this format and fit this show. But ultimately, I got started with very little, I got the the microphone, hooked it up to, you know, the device that I was going to be recording on, and I went from there. Mm-hmm. So I only researched the things that I needed to know to perform it. After that, it was on me. Yeah. And I think that's an important thing that um, any kind of creative can do for themselves is to find their own way first. Mm-hmm. And then when you're trying to perfect your craft, you can go back and research ways to do it. So. Amen. Amen. So, what kind of like resources? Like, actually, you know, I'm gonna skip that one because I want to get to like. So, was that little turntable like the first piece of equipment that you brought? Yes, that little turntable. How much was it? I think it was one hundred and ninety-nine dollars. I go in Two hundred dollars. Yep. Jesus. Nah, nah, that's cheap. DJ equipment. I mean, yeah, yeah, I feel. You. It's cheap, man. It was a Hercules something. I can't remember the rest of the letters. It was a Hercules turntable. It was silver. <laughs> it was $199. I bought it when I was in college. When I first decided I wanted to start DJing. Get serious. Yeah. We'll start it. Yeah. The first one to start. Because normally before that, shout out to my LB Mark Clark. He put me on a program called Virtual DJ. The program itself is a DJ on a comp- uh, program on a computer where it shows uh, pretty much a DJ turntable platform on the uh, software. It's a DJ tur- uh, software. Right. So it shows where you can take one song and plug it into one turntable, mm-hmm. but you can take the other song, plug it into the other turntable, and press play. So you can do everything on the computer without turntables itself. Gotcha. So and I was like, all right, I got this first. Let's go to these turntables. Save up a little bit of money, $199, <laughs> and we got the, uh, the turntables. Then I started playing with stuff. It started out like, okay, cool. So now I can do more on the turntables that I couldn't do without. And then I started um, 
saving my bread up for the little gigs I was doing, and I got bigger turntables because at that time those turntables didn't have. It was so small that that's I mean that's all you <laughs> got. So the second turntables I had got actually had a um, a CD input up under both of the turntables. The jog was itself. So when I used to do um, uh, what you call it, uh, when I used to do events at state. That require people to give me their music. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody like, "Yo, put it on a CD." So when like a, like a step show or something like that, right? So when it's time for that person to come out or that group or that organization to come out, I just press play right. on the CD, and I doesn't I don't have to upload nothing to say nothing to my computer. It's just because it's on the CD. Just press play, right? And then I got rid. Of, um, I still got those, but it's on the upgrade, and they got a more professional joint where. I think that's the most important part. I I mentioned before we got, you know, on air that I've been working with um, Be Easy of the DJ Blaze show. Shout out to y'all. And he's been helping me kind of work on my, getting my sound quality and stuff up to par, you know, format and being more consistent and stuff like that. But one of the biggest pieces of like, if you're going to do something, if you're going to have a craft, is investing in it. Mm-hmm. And so I just got another microphone. I got some, you know, different. I, I got an Apple computer, which, whew. <laughs> Since you want to talk about Apple computer, shout out to Apple, man. Damn. Shout out to Apple. <laughs> it's my first computer ever I started with. It was a Toshiba. Uh, shout out to oh, Toshiba. Oh, the Toshiba. Trash computer. Trash computer. I ain't going to be frank. <laughs> Start off with Toshiba. When I started DJing Toshiba. For DJing yeah. though, that's what you. No, I started off. I got the Toshiba because I was in school. Gotcha. So and I wanted a big computer. So you know how it is, man. Go to college, I grab a computer. When I started DJing and started putting all the stuff on my computer, my computer ended up crashing. Oof. Yep. 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 I think that's that's exactly why I was like, because I want to use the Apple computer strictly for blogging, strictly for podcasting, and. I'm not somebody that makes a huge purchase all at once because that's not the way I rock with my money. So between my car and this computer, those are the two biggest things I brought like outright. <laughs> Tell me about it, but it's a good investment. I've been playing with it, trying to, you know, learn a lot more stuff about how to use it for the capabilities that I need it for. Mm-hmm. But investing like you have to you can't stay stagnant you know if you're growing if you're trying to get better you have to invest and what are some other ways like you feel like you've invested that aren't necessarily centered on like equipment and money i invest in my community man you said what i invest in my community you you invest in your community mm-hmm. and, and you want to elaborate on that i do not <laughs> All right, DJ T Streets. We gonna go on to the next segment because you tripping. <laughs> and one time for Money Bullets, man. Y'all know what time. Oh for this God. Show. Homecoming. Hey man, we be lit, dog. Money Bullets, man. Yeah. I mean, not only do I mean you do you do. Yeah, I've done I've done a lot. You yeah. Know, like whether it's uh, DJing in back home or whether it's DJing when I was in school, like a lot of organization, a lot of charity stuffs. I mean, it is what it is, man. Um. Pretty much it, I mean, but investing, you know, in those ways also gets your name out there. It also allows you to get your image and Mm -hmm. to people connecting you to the craft too. Because when they see you behind those turntables, like, oh, I didn't know he was a DJ, or oh, yeah, I just said I needed a DJ for my event. And I'm pretty sure, like, that allows you to get, you know, business that way too. Yeah, 
So I want to switch it a little bit and let's talk about like the support for your craft. Like how has that been from like family, friends, whether it be like helping invest in your venture, time, money, attention. Like how has that journey been for you? Hey man, my friends support me. Um, Clearly. Mm-hmm. That's why we on this, man. I, mean, <laughs> I said, man, my friends support me. That's all. Uh, support is everything. Just mm-hmm. everything when people want to be entrepreneurs and all that good stuff, man. Everybody needs support. So why do you feel like it's important? It's your team, man. Like we, in order to be successful in life, you know, it's good to have somebody to support you, somebody who to push you or tell you, hey, you are slacking, or hey, you could do this a little different. That's how right. you get successful. Like you can't. I don't feel like you could make it to the top by yourself. If somebody has to be, you need a team. Right. At least two people, or maybe one, one person. You just need somebody up under to make sure that fire keeps you going. Support is everything. Because some days it gets to a point where you're just like, oh, I ain't, I ain't you don't feel like doing on. this. Yeah. Or, you know, like, uh, yeah. I'm all right. And sometimes you get a little slack. Because mm-hmm. I know sometimes when I don't post, I get I got people hitting me up like, hey, what's going on with you? Why you haven't posted anything in a while? When, when I'm going to get this next episode or when I'm going to get this next article. And it's important because you realize people are paying attention to you as well. And that you've started this thing. You need to go ahead and continue to, you know, push mm-hmm. out the material that you have. So we all we all need that, man. We all need somebody in our corner. Like I said, to let us know when we slack and to let us know when we do. We, we are doing good. Like who's going to give you the assurance that you're doing the right thing? Like, right. Who, Who's going to tell you, all right, man, I don't think you should move like that. I think you might need to do this. Like, you need that. Right. How, how can you be successful? Because it, if not, it's it's always going to be what you think more expensive and sometimes what you think don't work best. I know we've talked before and um, you mentioned, like, how you send materials and you don't want the person to just listen and not really give you, like, critical feedback. Mm-hmm. I think that's also a part of the support too. Like I, if I say, Hey, I need you to listen to this episode. I feel like my sound levels were off where I feel like the topic, I didn't do a good job of like discussing it. I need my friends to be able to be like, you know what? I do have some notes for you mm-hmm. or you could have done this a little bit better. I don't need yes men in my corner. Mm-hmm. We don't. Are people don't. that, cause people think support is, is one of those things that you drive by and do sometimes. You know, I don't need you to act like you were actually listening or participating in what I'm, I got going on because then it's going to show it when I ask questions. And if you don't have notes for me, then I'm a, I'm a no, like you're not really supportive. AKA, if something get posted to social media, just don't press the like button and keep it moving. Oh, Lord, <laughs> that's a big one. And I think I discussed this on the last one. So if you've been following LBF for a while, you know that creating space is nothing new. Um, I did do the first episode with Guala Meets World. Shout out. Um, and we discussed, uh, you know, social media and support and stuff like that with friends and family. And one of the things I realized is sometimes it's really hard, like especially when you're starting off to get the support of that, the people closest to you. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to ask the question, why? Like, why do you feel like that is? I don't know. <laughs> what? Unfortunately, like, sometimes, you know, people that are close to you, 
sometimes your support will come from those who are not close to you. Right. Sometimes people are like, oh, you know, Crystal posts something else. So, oh, DJ CJ posts something else. Ah, scroll by. And it is what it is. Right. We, that's just us as people, I guess. I, I don't know, man. But you might have that one person or that one uh, fan, a.k.a. supporter, that actually listens to everything all the way through and share everything that you put out. And it's that one that I care about. That, to me, I tell people. Or it people, could be that one that, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that one that you care about in general, not actually knowing. But yeah. yeah, I don't have to know them. Yeah, they could be a complete stranger. But if I put out something and it resonates and you rock with it, cool. You my audience, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we're going to go from there. But it's that natural love or that natural care that that I'm interested in what she's doing or I'm interested in what he's doing. Right. Sometimes that just comes from people that don't know you versus the people that know you. Have you found any ways to, like, expand, like, your audience or to gain that support, whether it be from social media or, like, in, you know, your everyday? I try to be more... Uh, you try to be more sociable on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? And like, you know, when I used to like before, like the end of last year, I used to just post stuff and keep moving and not doing a lot of clips or conversing with people per se. I just show people that, yo, man, hit me up, man. I respond back. Right. If it's about business, or if you like yeah. got something funny to say on Instagram, but don't. Don't slide in my deal with no BS. I ain't responding to that. But hey, man, I'm a cool person. Yo, that's what. If you don't get anything out of this uh, podcast today, just know that I'm a cool person, man. Cool person. If you want a DJ, hit me up, man. We we'll talk business. He's a great DJ. He's he's an all right person. Hey, man. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. And then we'll talk business, yo. It is what it is, man. But I do feel you on that because I've gotten a lot more visible on social media as well. And it came after I decided, like, Hey, if I'm believing in what I'm posting, it can get two likes. That's cool. Some days it'll get 50. Some days it'll get a little bit less. That's cool, too. Because the content I'm putting out, if I'm paying attention, it's increasing, it's increasing, it's increasing. Mm-hmm. And the people that participate with what, what I'm bringing to the uh, table. So, you know, consistency, too, is a part of it. I know that's my big thing. And also, like, networking. Um, as far as support goes, I think that when it comes to being creative, which is why I named these episodes this, I don't care if you're a DJ, I don't care if you're a podcaster, I don't care if you're an artist, um, the support that we can give one another Mm -hmm. in that networking field is, is endless. And we can capitalize on that for each of our crafts and kind of expand together. And that's so true. That's why I'm here. Hey guys, um. I actually got threatened to do this. I want, I want everybody to know that she tried to get me to do this uh, podcast for a, a while now. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And she actually threatened me to do this. So if my body uh, come up missing, just know that uh, it'll be a response. Let, <laughs> let me explain this to y'all. <laughs> hey, man. He has been question. saying, nope. He has been saying that he was going to be on this uh, on LBF pod for a minute now. And then I get on Instagram. Next and question. he had done another episode with a whole different uh show next question please and now he's here because he feel guilty so you know <laughs> man, listen i'm supposed to be live right now on imtc radio but i'm doing an interview next question please. oh whatever all right all right yeah that one so how do you feel like dj and like music in general has changed since you started mm-hmm. uh 
Um, next question. Ain't no next question. Nah, uh, man, to be honest, music, I, I just had this conversation earlier today. So music has changed, and music will forever change, you know? Right. For the good, for the bad. Um, when I first started, things were uh, way different from now. I play a lot of stuff now that I, I don't really like, to be honest. But it's just, we just got to get What don't you like about it? Man, listen, man. <laughs> you, know, you, you know we old. Who, you you old? We older and and some of this new music, man. I just can't rock with it, man. It's just not my style. It's not my my, my listening preference. You don't have any. So is is there any artist from this new era that you kind of gravitate towards? I mean, you don't have to say who they are. Just a yes or a no, like <laughs> like a. Me sitting right here thinking right now is no person like now. It's, Young in this young generation, younger generation that I'm interested in, as in you know you all you know me man I ain't been I ain't no R and B type person mm-hmm. so nah. So as of right now, do you feel like you have a specific audience that you usually DJ for yes. or okay? I am more interested now in like wedding settings and '90s music stuff that I know how to you know familiar get yeah man like you, man. If I play uh, my boo right now, it's gonna put you in your feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, my boo. <laughs> I'm sorry, you was playing the music. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I wasn't even talking about my boo. That's how I know she don't know what I'm, what I'm talking about. What boo are you talking about? Boy, you should know. Oh, that. Hey, I got you on my mind. Mm-hmm. Secret in my ear. Mm-hmm. I think is it watching? At night, I think. Oh yeah, <coughs> Ooh, I can't get See, up there, y'all. <laughs> that that type of stuff, man. But yeah, I love nineties music. I love everything about the nineties music. You know, I'm a nineties baby. One time, I mean, it is what it is, yo. But I mean, I, I play the stuff for the people. Right. You play I mean, the stuff. Like Do you feel like it affects your ability to like perform when you don't connect with the music in that way? I could fake it. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> hey, women have been doing it for years, though. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows the, the difference. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. I mean. All right. Um, damn, I feel like I asked all these. Okay, what do you think people should know about DJs? Uh, people should know that, um, like I said earlier, we feed off each other. We feed off you guys when I say we feed off each other. And uh, DJing is more than just pressing a button. Some people think it's just, oh, you're just pressing a button. Nah, when you step in our shoes and we have to control a crowd of anywhere from, shout out to Little Wendy now, so anywhere from 20 to 2,000 people, ain't about pressing a button. You go out there trying to do the thing. <laughs> I told you that pressure. I can't. I'm not trying to choose a song. Even when we just be chilling and just vibing for no reason, like I'll panic. Like <laughs> I can't I choose you, the next song. Man, everybody look at you like, what you doing? Right. You look back like I'm trying to teach you. You know what? <laughs> everybody knows that pressure because you've been in the car and you had the aux cord connected or your phone been connected to the Bluetooth, and you got next song and you don't know what you're gonna play. And you're with the people that you know. Mm. So what happens when you in a building with five hundred people that you don't know? All drunk up, yep. <laughs> ready to shake some ass. Yep, and you might play a wrong song, and they gonna everybody gonna look at you, or a handful of people will look at you like, "What you doing?" 
or they go to a homie uh, tweet about you. All right. How do you handle that? How do you handle like the negative um, perspectives, comments, and stuff like that? For up and coming DJs, if y'all had that, just everybody had been through that. I mean, only thing you can do is just work on your craft. Right. So, do you you pay attention to the comments and you try to figure out if it's some validity to it, so you can switch up or what? When I first started, yes. Okay. When I first started, like when I first started a long time ago, yeah, I used to like when I used to do parties. I used to look back when Twitter was hot. It might still be hot, but I don't know. I used to look back then, and I and the, I could see when people like be tweeting about the party, and, and I used to just right. tweet that stuff like, like, "Yo, we had a great time," and everybody to post some pictures and right. sweating out, and yeah. And then I sometimes come with negativity. You just gotta chop it up. Go with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right, so I know we've said this. Well, you've said this before. I don't know if you said it over here yet, but you said weddings are your favorite. Why are weddings your favorite venue to DJ? Because love is a beautiful thing, and weddings are more to me. Weddings are more stressful than actual parties because you somebody are trusting in you to actually perform on a big day, right? But they can give you a list of songs to play, right? Like, do couples usually do that for you? Yeah, during, so what I do is somebody booked me for a wedding, I ask them to send me a list of their mandatory songs, which means, like, all the dance songs, like First Dance, Mom mm-hmm. and Dad, all, that, all those dance songs and stuff they would like to be heard. But, you know, I, uh, I'm the DJ, so you they ain't giving me a whole run out of everything when it's time to dance. Right, gotcha. So I, I asked them to send me that. But, like I said, someone's trusting in you on their big day. Your big day. If you was getting married, and you... I'm going to be drunk up, so he ain't going to marry. Like, so if you get married, and one of those DJs that you looked at in the crowd, like, what is he playing? You don't want that at your wedding. It's your wedding. You I'm going to have you as my DJ. We come up. You got to work with me here. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying, that's, that's, a, that's a big, important day. You can mess with somebody's day. I but get it. I love it because when it goes well, it, it's... Right. Have you ever played like a, the wrong song, like at the wrong time at a wedding? Gonna, uh, I ain't going before. I did it just once. I felt like trash. What was the song? Like, what? What was the? What was it? So what happened was she was trying to do something crazy, and she sent me a list, and I, I over, I read the, the instructions wrong. But she was like, it was okay. I felt like trash. Was it I, really I, bad and I, noticeable? It's just like she wanted it to be to, particular. Yeah, she wanted two. She wanted two songs for one little situation she had going on, and I ended up playing the second song first. Oh, and it was too late to change it. Yeah, but she said it was okay though. But you still think about I it. Like, I, feel, I feel like trash. I, feel like, I ain't even front. That just happened to me once. And I feel like trash, but she, she said it wasn't a big deal because there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of other stuff happening during her wedding that uh, didn't make that a big deal. But right. Okay. But I still feel like trash today. I ain't gonna be fun, man. Like, I was like, oh my god. That's perfectionism. Yeah, because like I said, man, it's your big day. Like, I don't want to mess up your big day. Like, you trust me to to pull up, show out, and like, it's your big day. Hey. But somehow I read the little situation wrong. But like I said, man. How does a DJ get a DJ for their wedding? When you get married, like, (laughs) are you gonna be anal? Yeah, I'm DJing my own wedding, straight like that. You gonna DJ your own wedding? Yeah, I'm DJing my own wedding. How is that gonna work, Tiardi? I mean, easy. 
Nah, I'm just playing, y'all. I, I got I got other DJ friends. I be I get it, but I'm saying that you wouldn't trust. Like, yeah. I would feel like like how does a doctor go to another doctor without like the whole time analyzing what that doctor is doing? You know what I'm saying? I have other DJ friends. Like, I, I have DJ's friends that I could, that I trust. Okay. To do my win. I can go out there and just pay. We got the one, man. I, I know a lot of DJs, so I got options. Right. But I do have DJ friends that I trust to do my wedding. Cool, cool, cool. Any advice that you haven't given to up and coming? I don't even want to just say DJs, but like just creatives and people that entrepreneurs, yo. Yeah. Whatever you choose to run with in life, run with it or to the fullest. Put your all in it. It's gonna be times where things might not work out right. You just go back to the drawing board. Don't give up. A lot of times, we we give up on a, a dream. That's why right. I support everybody, man. You tell me you got a dream, and then you you like, like sit down and tell me you got a dream. You explain it. I'm supporting you. I'm running with you, yo. But just keep that going. Don't give up because this is gonna be hard times. It's gonna be times where you might want to do something in your and the numbers don't come out right. Right. I mean, go back to the drawing board. Don't quit. We give. We we quit. A lot of times, I feel like we don't go to the top of our game because we quit. Or we get too comfortable because I've been in that situation when I got comfortable. When you just get, yeah, you get stagnant. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm good. Whatever. I don't want to do all this. If you don't do it, somebody else will do it. I feel like I didn't ask, like, okay, so, like, how did you handle it, handle it when stuff started, like, really picking up and you really, like, became known as a DJ? Like, how did you handle the attention, getting the gigs back-to-back, the change in the schedule? Like, how was that experience? Man. It's fun. <laughs> I agree for me. It's, it's times where, I mean, you, you just do what you got to do, man. If you love it, you put in the time. So you just got to make it known. It's, it's been times where, even to this day, man, I give I give away gigs before, before COVID. I give away gigs. If I can't do it, I got somebody who's going to go and represent on my right. behalf. But that's the, whole point of, that's the whole point of having a whole bunch of DJ friends, too. And they do the same thing. If they can't make it, if they double book, they send it to me. If I can, I'll... Pull up show up. If I can't, I'm like, I can't do it, man. Right. But that's just me as a general. That's I'm not, networking. Yeah. It's, I'm not all about myself. Like, I put people on if I can. Like all the um if the, the trampoline park gigs I have, mm-hmm. I got my two DJs that I put on. Like, I seen you fussing it. the other day on social media. You mm-hmm. wanna care you care to elaborate on no, that? No comment. <laughs> what else fussing about? Um it was something to the to kind of what you just said with, um, you know, if you get in a position where you could oh, help somebody, oh, yeah, that you should utilize that. You shouldn't try to just yeah run with it for yourself. Yeah, because you know? a lot of time, man, like in the music industry, that's what y'all I can only speak on. A lot of times, you have these more uh, these more famous DJs forget where they came from, right? And then that's just them, man. They forget where they came from, and everybody else is under. Under them, want to help the next person rise. Gotcha. That's it, man. Sometimes I go to little events. Sometimes, man, because I'm not famous, but yet I have people like yo. I want to be like you. I want to do you like you, man. Listen, bro. I- That's the crazy part. And you, you'll see the difference between like 
you know, going back to the whole support thing too, like you'll see the difference between how many people actually come and talk to you mm-hmm. and are aware of what you're doing mm-hmm. and the details of what you're doing. And yet, you know, the support don't really reflect that if you just look at a glance from online. So you have to be aware of that too, that some people just aren't going to engage on those levels until you get to a certain status. And then it'll be a different story. So I got one more question. Um, we both have very different jobs outside of our crafts. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that? Like, I, kn- I know it's been this thing where people are saying, if you really love something, you'll quit your job and go full time, head first into it. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the person where I'm just like, I'm going to use this money that I'm getting from this job and I'm going to feel this because I can't, you know. I got. Bills. So, uh, can you pay them? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I balance them both. Um, <clears throat> I go to my other job. That's what I do. I work. But you have some full time DJs that, I mean, it's what it is. That's why they're back in the bars. Like I said, I'm, I work. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I, ma- I make it happen. I take the gigs, the gigs when I can. If I can't, I try to make it uh, my business to take them. But at the end of the day, man, we all got bills, yo. I love DJing. I love paying my bills. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be outside. Right now, you know, we all DJs have been struggling from the COVID stuff. Right. So, uh, thank God that I have another opportunity, another source of income where I won't have to um, struggle. Now, it is what it is. Man. Do you ever feel like you'll get to a point where you'll just go full-time DJ? Yeah, when I retire. When you retire, look, that's my thing with it. Listen, man, your boy got to your boy got to start a family. Your boy got to have kids. No, I got stuff, you know. I got. I got to have a boat. I, I want everything. A you boat. Know? Hey, man, I love. Well, boat. I do too. I be on the water. I gotta have a boat. I gotta. Man, I'm selfish. I want all everything. Yeah. Coming from where we came from, man. You, you, you gotta can't. Want more. You can't. I can't go back. Ain't no option. Amen. Ain't no option. One time for the mud. Hey. <laughs> hey, the mud. One thing about the mud, man. People that come for the money, mostly those who make it out, man. I mean, no, we don't go back in reference to uh, staying because we see more out there. It's more. It's more. Some yeah. People, some people still back there, but it's more. It's easy. Time, it's easy to you know have a world view where it's just you in this place. That's all you know, you know. But I don't know. You know, for those of us who have ventured out and are trying to do things a little differently, not trying to speak down with nobody that's still there, but mm. just for us that are doing things differently. I, I I love what I see. I love what I see. And we can take that and we can always bring it back home in some mm. capacity too. So I like everybody who's uh, running for um, positions back home. Man. Oh, yeah, shout them out. Yeah, man. Hey, Kelly Williams, uh, Robert Woodbury. Yes. Man, I'm telling you, man, make sure y'all vote. Everybody needs to vote. Vote, 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 man. I, I've heard a uh, situation today where some people are not wanting to vote. I mean, vote. It's 2020, man. We need to change. Vote. We know what happens when you don't vote, okay? We don't. Listen, f- these last four years are an example of what happens when you don't vote. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty much it, you know? Like, I can't tell you who to vote for, but just, just vote, man. And, like, once, like I said, man, Kelly Williams, Rob Woodbury, man. <laughs> I know those two. I don't. Actually, know anyone else who's, who's running for the uh, moments, but yeah, do your research, do your due diligence, and 
exercise your right because they are doing everything in their power to suppress your vote. Mm-hmm. Whether you know that or not. And it's so weird. It ain't weird. It's weird, man. Like, we going so hard for the wrong thing these days. Like, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, that part is weird. Like, yeah. You got all the stats in the world and everything else that you don't know nothing about. The stuff that matter. I don't know. If you don't like something, if you want your community to be better. Be a part of the change. Yes, that's it. Be a part of the change. Don't sit there and just like, oh, well, somebody else will do it. No, no. Come on, man. Whoa. 2020, man. (laughs) 2020 has been a year of changes. So let's continue to uh, change. 2020 has been one year. It has been something. <laughs> it's been one year, bro. All the stuff. It's been a year. One great thing that happened this year before we go. You got to choose something. You got to think of it. I don't want to hear it. One great thing that's happened this year. I don't even know. I'm living. I'm still in You know it. That's the <laughs> default. We're talking, man, because, you know, COVID got everything kind of all jacked up. And one great thing yeah. that happened. I mean, we've been doing that since March. Yeah. So one great thing that happened this year. Hmm. What do you think about it? I'll go. <laughs> since you're struggling right yeah. now. I know um, COVID has negatively affected so many people, and I don't take that lightly at all. What I can say is having this time from March until now has allowed me to spend a lot more time with myself, which means that I'm able to be a lot more creative. Um, Just the things I've been doing from now starting like LBF events, having those, getting more into the podcasting, getting more into the self-care and all that good stuff, like working on myself and working on my craft, that's been one of the things that I've been really thankful for. Because before everything slowed down, I was running myself crazy. I was doing so much that I didn't have time to even really like think about what I wanted to do. And at that point, um, I think I wasn't even, I wasn't writing, I wasn't podcasting as much. So this time has actually, you know, it's been a very difficult time but it's actually been in some ways a very beautiful time as well not the virus itself (laughs) not the virus but the the fact that we've been forced to slow down and actually like take things as they come and just be with ourselves because you you couldn't be with nobody else (laughs) i I agree with that because i've actually had a conversation with other people like this time where a lot of people actually figure out like new things that they are were interested in or new things they they became creative a lot of people like started creating stuff yeah so that was a cool thing i actually had that conversation with people like a lot of people found like little avenues and stuff that they're interesting in or stuff that they're good at and a lot of some people for for the better actually got time to sit home and spend time with their their families Mm -hmm. spend time with themselves Mm -hmm. like like a lot of people, it was so new for them to not have anything to do. You had people at first, you know, climbing up the walls, but now they're realizing, like, hey, I, I need to work on some stuff, or you know, I need to pay more attention in this area. So that is that's something I'm thankful for. And it's cool to see like how the world could, or how oh, well, I can't say the world, how we can operate 
differently now. When right. I say that, like how restaurants made it their business start doing curbside, mm-hmm. we well, couldn't be doing this joint. You know I, what I mean? They were doing it, but not in the same capacity. Yeah. Or when they started, um, when they started uh, lowering prices on different stuff because they yo, the they had to get it out. Well, they taxed us this whole time, so that, yeah. that's one of the cool things. Like they started doing like little deals. Like I even said I, that. I said that would work. I was like, because we went from, y'all, sometimes I wouldn't get a day off for weeks to us working, you know, in the office two days a week and crunching everything down so that everything could get done within that time frame. So then I realized, I was like, oh. We could have been doing this. We, so y'all just be giving a shit to do <laughs> at this point because we can accomplish so much more and be more productive when we actually have adequate rest and in mm-hmm. recovery so yeah. that's one of the things i'm just like some stuff don't need to go back to let this uh, like y'all said new normal that means yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. Like, <laughs> keep me the keep that schedule the way it is but make sure y'all mask up man real talk okay still I'm, I'm, y'all it's, it's real it's a real man. thing yeah, that's okay. it ain't gonna, it's not gonna die if we don't Allow it now. But some people say it's going to die. I heard this today. Some people say it's going to die after the election. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, mask up. It's going to mask up, man. Let's just put it. Just put it on. That's all. Just put it it, it on. don't hurt nothing. Right. Even if you think it's a sham, guess what? It don't hurt nothing. If you don't like the way your breath smells, brush your teeth. Oh. Let's go ahead and plug that DJT Streets information, where they can find you, how they can follow you, all that good stuff. Hey, man. One time. What it do, what it do, man. It's your baby mother's favorite DJ. I am on Instagram at DJT Streets. I'm also on Facebook at DJT Streets Entertainment. Make sure you follow me on both. If you want me to do your gig, your wedding, your party, make sure you reach out at that information. Also, tstreets06 at gmail.com. It's my email. Let's talk business. All right, go ahead and shout out where they can listen to you um, while you heat up the tables. I am on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at WGCD104.5FM.com, which is the radio station in Chester with my shrimp and grits mix. Shrimp and grits. Yeah, man. I'm on the morning station from 6 to 10. That's the morning slot. Once again, 104.5. WGCD 104.5 Also You can find me on SoundCloud I don't really post nothing up there <laughs> Anyway front Or Cloud. I don't post anything on Cloud either But I am on IMTC Radio Every Friday from 7 to 8 To otherwise Sometimes I fill in during the week for other DJs IMTC Radio is An online radio station Where we as DJs Go live and for a whole hour It's a whole bunch of us um, you could converse with us. We converse back. It's just an hour slot from all DJs or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And also, I am a Guidance Whiskey DJ. Guidance Whiskey DJ. What is Guidance Whiskey? Guidance Whiskey is a black-owned whiskey, which is smooth. 40% ABV, mm. alcohol, bottle, volume. I will be trying some after this podcast. We should have tried some while we were on here. That would have been a good commercial. It's black on, and make sure all my information is in reference to Guidance Whiskey is on my Instagram. Also, you go to www.guidancewhiskey.com to get you a bottle. Or you can hit me up in my DMs, and I can just slide a little cold in there for you. But once again, DJT Streets on Instagram or www.guidancewhiskey.com. 
Awesome. That was a mouthful. So yes. that little Webby, you, you did better than little Webby off that I mean, interview. That, man, y'all got some names <laughs> on y'all. Hey, real talk, man. We do this, man. I appreciate you having me. Of course. Of course. LBF. DJ C Street's takeover, baby. Yeah, I'll be posting him a lot more now that I'm not mad at him for not coming on the show. So hey, y'all be able to see some of his clips. I'll let you know when he's live and, you know, do the whole support thing that I usually do for for people. So until next time, you guys, if you have any questions or any comments, concerns, you know where to find me, K Antoinette underscore the blogger on Instagram. Or you can follow the Let's Build Futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures. Always, you can find the uh, blog post on the website at letsbuildfutures.com. And I love to hear your questions. You know, uh, this week coming, we have the Cunnilingus and Cocktails event this weekend. I'm very excited about that. To the ladies who are going to be attending, I want to remind you to get your costumes because we're going to have a costume contest. And it's going to be awesome. So until next time, thank you to DJT Streets for stopping by. And thank you, builders, for listening. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Mask up. Let's build